Today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tens of thousands of education workers across this province have launched a work-to-rule campaign. It's all in a bid to pressure the provincial government into making some concessions as they negotiate a new deal. So who are we talking about? Well, we're talking about 55,000 custodians, clerical workers, early childhood educators across Ontario last night saying, yes, we are working to rule after mediation broke down. Now, Kipi's Ontario School Board Council of Unions says the workers will stop working overtime and performing some extra duties in which they're not paid for. Education Minister Stephen Lecce says, quote, it's deeply disappointing. He says the student safety is the government's priority during the work to rule campaign. Contracts for Ontario's public school teachers and education workers expired at the end of last month. And the major unions are in various stages of bargaining with not only the trustees associations, but the provincial government as well. So let's bring in our first guest to, well, explain what's going on. Her name is Laura Walton. She is the president of QP's Ontario School Board Councils of Unions and uh, joins us now here on the Bill Kelly Show. Laura, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Great. Thank you. How are you today? Not too bad. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Maybe we'll start with this. How would you describe uh, the negotiations to this point? Have they been uh, bitter, one-sided, cordial at times? Give us a, a sneak peek of what's happening in the boardroom. Uh, we have a great relationship with the Council of Trustees Association, and, uh, you know, we've been working with them for four years. You know, it's been cordial all the way through. Uh, this is a passionate subject. Education is important for many. We're dealing with children. Uh, so, you know, we, we've been cordial but you know, uh, and respectful, but we just see the, the issues on two different sides. So you've put your foot down, and uh, the Work to Rule campaign has begun. Why take this step? Why was this necessary? Uh, because we weren't getting anywhere where we were at. So we were applying some pressure. Uh, we've purposely uh, curated the list uh, to be looking at key items that are services that are either beyond uh, our paid workday or services that are not funded, services that have been downloaded to us, uh, you know, applying some pressure. And, uh, you know, we agree fully. I heard your opening. Uh, QP believes in the safety and security of all of our students, and that's why we're fighting so hard for service security in our schools. Uh, you mentioned services. Are you also uh, talking about those extra duties in which your employees aren't aren't paid to do? Yes. So, uh, for instance, I will be coming into work early today or staying late uh, across the province uh, this morning. Uh, secretaries normally would be calling and getting uh, supply coverage. They didn't do that this morning. That task was returned back to administrators in the schools. Uh, you know, work won't be performed without a work order. Um, people will be taking their lunches and breaks. Uh, some of these things, lunches and breaks, for instance, have been going un People haven't been able to take them because we don't have enough staff in the schools to cover off for those lunches and breaks happening. So when you're saying you're putting pressure on the other side, uh, there's also a, a domino effect in which students are affected by this uh, work to rule campaign as well, right? Uh, there'll be very minimal impact on students. The majority is disruption at an administration level. Okay. Well, if a, if a supply teacher isn't found, I mean, I, I would I would assume a student is disrupted. Staffing is actually the responsibility of the principal, so the supply teacher needs to be found by the principal. Okay. So how is this move going to change negotiations? Uh, we're just applying some extra pressure. 
Uh, we ran a successful work to roll campaign in 2015. We were, uh, did it for, uh, six weeks and were able to negotiate a fair settlement. So it's just some extra pressure to actually highlight some of the services that we need to be doing in our schools and we need to be funded and have the staff there to do. What are some of the other key issues? Benefits, wages also in that mix? Uh, benefits and wages are in the, that mix always. Uh, you know, we need to ensure that people are being paid fairly. Um, our key concern is service security, and you've probably seen from press releases from the minister and uh, the trustees association, they have brought up the issue of absenteeism. We are more than happy to talk about absenteeism, but we see absenteeism as a symptom of the problem, not the problem themselves. And, you know, we feel that key items like workload, uh, violence in, in the schools, these are all key pieces that need to be discussed because they too impact absenteeism. We're chatting with Laura Walton, president of CUPE's Ontario School Board Council of Unions here on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Rick in for Bill this morning. Uh, you mentioned the absentee issue, so your thought is, listen, if we're not doing A, B, and C, which we're not supposed to be doing in the first place, absenteeism won't be an issue. Well, and it's a little bit more than that. We need to talk about um, workplace conditions as they lead to absenteeism. And so we wanted to have good conversations about why we felt people were, were not at work and address those, not penalize people at some lower points in their life. Uh, have both sides found some common ground? We have found common ground and, you know, we've worked really well, but these are some key issues. Service security is a key issue for us. I understand that absenteeism is a key issue for them. We need to have respectful, you know, kind conversations to find our way through those. And we're open to reconvening at the, to the bargaining table. But to be clear, we need to see much better when we're talking about the services we provide for our students. Would you describe the negotiations as close to a deal, far apart, somewhere in the middle? I think we do really well where we can and where we have our difference of opinions, we're quite far apart. I would, I would guesstimate that a, a, a deal is not imminent then, if we're working to rule, obviously. Uh, at this point, no, I don't see a deal being imminent. <laughs> so what happens if uh, there isn't a deal to be had in the next couple of weeks or maybe even a month? Is uh, the strike the ultimate you know, last resort? Uh, that would be something that we would be considering, yes. It's not something that we want to do. Uh, but we understand that we may need to take that type of action. I think it's important, you know, the public, parents, they're on our side. They see us as, you know, fighting for them and advocating for their students. We need the government to understand that, you know, it's time to make an investment in our future. How, uh, do you have a timeline on a possible escalation in job action? Are you looking at a month? Is that... Uh, not, not at this point. We're going to see how things go. Uh, today's the very first day of work to rule, so let's see how... This pans out and rolls out, and we'll go from there. And the plan is, Laura, to continue to work to rule until you either get to that strike or get to a deal? That's correct. When do you meet next with the other side? Uh, we do not have any dates set right now. They are currently in with uh, the teacher groups. All right. Are you expecting a long haul here, or are you, or are you, you know, uh, looking well, through some I rose-colored glasses? Before, well, as I mentioned before, you know, we were uh, in work to rule for six weeks last time. So uh, we do understand that sometimes this is a long process. Um, but I'm also confident that, you know, the public is on our side and that makes a difference from maybe a previous round. And so I'm hopeful that the minister will see his way through to uh, providing direction to push forward. Going into this process, or even into the school year, uh, obviously there was a lot of chatter with, you know, the, the Ford government making uh, budget cuts, making cuts to services. Obviously, education was on that list as well. 
mm-hmm. you probably, you know, were reading the tea leaves and anticipating this was going to happen, yes? We anticipated that this was going to happen, and so it was very interesting to see the financial accountability report come out saying, you know, the deficit's not what they thought it was, and yet the cuts are far more drastic than what they're claiming. That is a huge concern for us, and which is why we remain at the, you know, at a position where we need to see better security for those services. Laura, really appreciate the time. Good luck uh, in uh, getting what uh, you believe the workers deserve. Thank you so much, and it's more about what the students deserve, to be frank. Well said. Laura, thanks for the time. Thank you. Laura Walton, well, Laura Walton, pardon me, president of CUPE's Ontario School Board Council of Unions. So the work to rule has begun. Tens of thousands, you know, 55,000 custodians, early childhood educators, clerical workers. You know, apart from teachers, really, the, you know, those frontline individuals in your children's or grandchildren's school. They're either, you know, calling in, as Laura suggested, supply teachers, which really isn't their job, apparently. Custodians, they're keeping the schools clean. They are now working to rule. It's a 9 to 3, I guess, in terms of not going in early and not staying late. No overtime, no extra work. And I understand what both sides are saying. You know, the, on, on one side, QP is saying, hey, you know, we have the students' best interest in mind. On the other side, the uh, trustees' associations or the school boards and the education ministry is saying, hey, you know, our, our students are being put at risk here. I wouldn't necessarily say that on day one, or maybe even in, on day five. When schools aren't being cleaned for a couple of weeks, or at least as cleaned as they should be, because, let's face it, they're still going to be cleaned just by someone else. The students at the end of the day will be impacted. Now, if this group goes on strike, now the impact is a little bit greater, or a lot greater. Whether or not these two sides can find some common ground, well, that remains to be seen. It'll have to come down to which side, which group makes the concessions that satisfy the other side. Obviously, at the end of the day, this is going to get settled. It's just a matter of when. Is it a couple of weeks? Is it six weeks, as Laura suggested, like the last time? Is it two or three months? And you would have to guess by that time, strike action will be taken. I think that's the last thing that we want to see, and that's the last thing that parents want to see and students want to see. And it's the students who are caught in the middle of this. I mean, they're just going to school. I think they could care less about what the union and what the education ministry wants. They just want to, you know, learn their ABCs and one, two, threes, and on you go. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.